one. Hi, this is Kirby Blackwitch. Hey, this is Flizzy McGuire. And you're listening to Let's Vibe. The gayest, and I mean the gayest podcast on Spotify, Anchor, and other listening sites. Today's topic is nothing really. We're, we're just going to be honest, and that's let's be honest. <laughs> hey, Cuzzy. What up, cuz? You good, cuz? I'm good, cuz. You good, cuz? I'm good, cuz. I thought, because this is the dun, 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 season finale, we should just be frank, honest, and open about everything we've spoken about this season, plus more. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start with some of the basics, shall we? So... A lot of people have probably listened to this and been like, this has been a very interesting season. We've gone into detail. We've spoken more about, you know, topics in depth from the first season. And we've all realized, especially ourselves, that we do love sex on this podcast, don't we? We love talking all things sex, especially things kinky, things sensual, sensual seduction. Hey, hey. Sensual seduction. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, Flizzy, tell the people why you love sex so much. It's fucking awesome. The fact it's a great stress reliever, honestly. It's a great it's stress reliever. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I haven't had none, so I'm very stressed out right now. So. Oh, uh, you, you, you're stressed out, aren't you, cousin? Yeah. Why are you stressed? Because you're not getting laid. That's why you are stressed. I am not getting any coochie. You're not getting any coochie. No coochie for you. No coochie for me. No coochie for you. That is very sad that you are not getting coochie. It's very unfortunate for real, bro. Because, like, my goddamn. Shit. What do you miss about getting coochie? The intimacy. The intimacy. Elaborate. What else? Because, like, just think about, okay, if it's with somebody that you actually like, bro, that shit is amazing. Especially, like, y'all both like each other, and, you know, that y'all y'all seeing eye to eye, and then y'all, while y'all seeing eye to eye, y'all looking each other in the eyes while y'all fucking, and mm-hmm. that just brings the intensity all the way up. Wow, Yes. And obviously we found out, especially in the first episode, there was a lot of different kinks out there, you know, some that we've possibly heard of, some that we haven't. As you already know, I talk about this all the time. I'm a sex bitch. I like sexy, sexy time. Yes. Orgasms. Yes. Touching. Yes. Erotica. Orgasmize. 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 No, but I feel like, especially as we've gone through this season talking about not just sex but sensuality and connections and why they're so important um i think that a lot of people need to get that into their heads why connections are important like anybody can be out here you know being happy being free being gay and all that jazz but about now and about time people understand that the more you go out there sowing your wild oats that stuff can come back and get you on the ass don't you think cuz yes it will it really will. Right. It is, it's going to catch you at the most inopportune time, too. Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize the severity of, like, you know, if you keep being with multiple people. Now, I'm not saying it in the sense of, you know, 
uh, when I say multiple people, I'm not talking about in the polyamorous way. So that's not what I mean. I mean, multiple people, if you're not being faithful or you're just out here, just, you know, you got to think about sexual health. You've got to think about, you know, those soul ties. You got to think about those people's uh, emotions, because a lot of the time people are so quick to discard emotions in certain sexual uh, practices. Now, don't get it twisted. There are some people who can just have sex and have no emotion. But as women, we do tend to have connections. And especially as lesbians, we tend to fall harder and we tend to fall quicker. Why do you think that is, cuz? Because it's two females and it's just like, it's t- twice the emotion, mm-hmm. twice twice the feelings. Because mm-hmm. women know what women want. Yes. Out of a relationship. So it's kind of easier. Yeah. Well, it ain't easier, but like it's, it's, it's easier to fall very, very fast. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, <sighs> have you had experiences with this where you foul quicker than you anticipated yes D- damn yes. okay hey elaborate because <laughs> talk, talk to us about it how have you fallen quicker what happened man bro it was this one this one woman yeah and it was like at first, I wasn't paying attention to her ass. I'm not even going to lie to you. I really wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to nobody. So it was just like, it really wasn't just her. It was just everybody. I really wasn't paying attention to anybody. But then I had a conversation Then I had a conversation with her. And I was like, you know what? You might be a little interesting. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to you. Let me talk to you. We talked. One time. The first time we was on the phone, we was on the phone for like eight fucking hours, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is this is nice." <laughs> because, because it was just like I ain't never had that shit where I get tired of talking to somebody. Like most of the time, I get tired of talking to people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But with, but with her, it was like I never got tired of talking to her. So I was just like, okay. And then she asked, she then she asked me. What she ask you, cousin? What did she ask you? She asked me. I said, I'm playing the game. She asked me, can I watch what? <laughs> Your little nerdy heart. Your little nerdy heart. She was like, can I watch? And then said, oh, can I learn how to play? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and from that moment on, I knew I was going to have to try to make this girl my wife. Aww. Just for most. But unfortunately, we did not work out uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances. But I keep the hope alive. Keep the hope alive. Keep the hope alive. (laughs) You got to keep... Hey, you know what? There's nothing better on this planet than keeping some hope alive. If you know that that's true to your fish, your lobster, as Phoebe says from Friends, then keep the hope alive. Like... You no, know, for real, for real. Like I ain't gonna yeah. count. I ain't gonna count. It was tight. I was like, "This is my fish. I'm gonna make this fish my fish. My one and only fish. You fish. I want this fish. You big fish. You big fish. You the you the big fish. I'm a little yellow fish in the deep sea. <laughs> 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 no, I think, I think one of the things about 
us lesbians is, yeah, we do fall quicker. We do fall harder. Like you said, we're two women. We're very cerebral. Women in, in general are cerebral creatures. And, you know, we tend to say, I love you quicker. We tend to move faster. Now, in some cases it works. In some cases it doesn't. But um, I feel like more time it works just because I feel like the communication, we like to talk. Not everybody, but the majority of us, we do like to talk. And once that communication has been established and you explain what you're looking for, <clears throat> excuse me, then I think that's when things become more interesting. Like you can actually talk more, find out things. And this is why I love being a lesbian because it's completely different to say like a cishet kind of lifestyle because there isn't that much communication that I've seen on that side, you know, on the straight side. Um, where you can have, like, deep and meaningful conversation. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying where listening to my friends and obviously from my own experiences, it's completely different for me and understanding myself more and thinking I'm not weird, I'm not strange for wanting to talk about this or if something's aggravating me or something doesn't sit right with me or, you know, can I, can I speak to you about this? And I feel like, especially when it comes to body positivity as well, on this side... Um, with the rainbow side of things, with all the skittles and the sprinkles and everything, um, body positivity is a lot better over here. Um, I'm not saying you for you to if you're straight trying to come over here. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying stay where you are. Don't be thinking you can just jump over the fence and be like, I want to be gay. No, it does not work like that. But I mean, I feel like for me, like I've obviously again in this season, I spoke about body dysmorphia and having hangups and you know, even though my other half has no worries about these things, about my body or how I look, it's in my head. But especially when you've been hooked from, say, society's aspect of things to how you should look, how you should dress, how you should be, it has been ingrained in your mind. So when you come over, and I don't even want to say come over, I want to say in the fact that when you realise who you truly are, that's better. When you realise who you truly are and you step into your truth and you realise that is not all like, oh, everyone has to be stick thin. Everybody has to have this or whatever. Like, I was happy to find out that, you know, my body rolls and my little cellulite, my dimpleitis, my little, my little double chin, you know, my little thickum salves is, is, is more appreciated. And I think that's because women know women and women understand women's bodies fluctuate and there's no hate. Wouldn't you agree, cuz? Yeah, there's. Um, that's one thing I will say. Over there in the UK, it is different because the everybody's positive about body body image, and then over here they break you down in the United States. They break your ass down. They make you feel fat. They make you feel too skinny. They make you feel like you're average. Like they do all of that shit. Yeah, they but do that it, here sometimes. To be honest, they do that here. But I say especially. <clears throat> but me. it's mo- but yeah. it's mostly positive over there though. <laughs> Well, from what I see from the United, what, what, yeah, what the- it's weird looking from two different perspectives. I would say in America, you're more accepting because thick, thicker women and curvier women is more acceptable there. Over here, you have to be, you can be curvy. I think now it's getting more acceptable, but back in the day, um, only like in the last, I'd say in the last 10 to 15 years, it's changed where now it's kind of like, oh, okay, curvy's beautiful. Back in the day, you could never have seen a woman who was a size 16 in a bra and some drawers on a TV advert. No, everyone had to be like a size 6, a size 8, a size 10. Because back then, a size 12, 10 to 12 over here was considered curvy. But the average dress size for a woman in the United Kingdom is size 16. 
So, you know, and a lot of women, especially women of color here, they always wanted to look like, and the majority of us, I will say that, wanted to look like the R&B girls in the videos because that was the aesthetic that we were kind of pushed was like, you got to have this kind of body type. This is how you're seen as sex, this. And then when women who were curvier came into that kind of bracket in that market, especially, you know, you got um, like young MA <clears throat> and women were looking at like that, especially for us. We were like, oh, wow, that's that's obviously a stud, but that's like, you know, that's a curvier woman. Oh, OK. So this is acceptable. Then you saw people like, I mean, granted, you know, they've had surgery, but, you know, like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B's, those kind of people having a big bum and having some shape was now becoming a thing. But especially in the lesbian community and, you know, even before I came out and tried to understand who I was, I never thought in my wildest dreams anyone would look at me because I was curvy. Because I didn't think I was cute because I was curvy. True, that's true. You, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Because uh, when I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. I used to be a little little bit on the chunky side. Mm-hmm. Weigh, mind you, I'm five six and I weighed two twenty, almost two thirty. Oh wow! And so I, I lost that weight, and I vowed to myself that I would never gain it again. Mm-hmm. I meant it. I meant that shit. I refuse. So if you that big <laughs> ever again, and I'm like, bitch, I look like the whole goddamn Michelin man. Cousin. Cousin. What? Not the Michelin, man, bro. No, that's how I looked, and I hated it so much. Like, that that right there became, like, a, a point in my life where I was just, like, I was down and out. I was down in the dumps. I was depressed. I was everything, and I didn't have anybody to talk to, so the only thing that I could do was fucking eat. Yeah, I hate you. You know what I'm saying? So it was, like, eating made me stop thinking about but it made me feel better from what I was thinking about and what I was going through. But then I realized that I'm not healthy, so I have to change my ways. And I changed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I lost damn near, oof, like 60, 70 pounds. Congratulations to you, cousin. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of people don't realize, and again, this is something that isn't really talked about. I think we kind of briefly touched on it. But it's the fact that body body dysmorphia and body image um, worries and self-esteem and that kind of stuff, especially body confidence, is not just a femme thing. It actually happens to studs, stems, no labels, so on and so forth, too. Because, you know, a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, femmes always got to worry about their nails and their hair and their bodies, you know, making sure they're not too this, they're not too that. They got to have this. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... I feel like it's not just us because I know for a fact that there are hangups that studs have themselves that they feel like they can't talk about it because it makes them a pussy talking about it or it makes them look too vulnerable, too weak. Would you, would you agree with that, cuz? Yeah, I agree with that. Why do you think that is? Because, like, don't nobody want to ask for Help and shit. <laughs> you, think, you think you can do it on your own, but nah, sometimes you need help, you know. But most of the time, most people like to do it by themselves. So mm-hmm. uh, you, you just gotta nut up and do it. Yup. I feel like <clears throat> one of the things that we spoke about as well, which was um, that we spoke about with Dane, obviously, was um, 
the episode about the male perspective on lesbians. And I think that was an interesting episode because for us, having our first man on a podcast, like our first yeah. man, um, which probably shocked a lot of people, knowing that we were going to have a male guest, not anything against that, like, you know, not every man is bad. It's nice to have an ally and it's nice to have an interesting viewpoint from a male perspective of how, you know, even there are men who are cishet men who are seeing men, other men, acting absolutely stupid and moronic when it comes to lesbian women, thinking they are attainable to them and they are within their reach because they have a right to access a lesbian and have a lesbian because not only have they seen it through uh, a sexual aspect, but in everyday life because having a lesbian is kind of like having a fucking unicorn. You know what I mean? Um, And that in itself was an interesting episode because I feel like... It's not something that's talked about enough, not just by us women, but it's something that needs to be broken down and explained more um, in the cis, in the cis het world where, you know, you need to understand that just because we're over here, that does not mean that you have to be in our business. That does not mean you feel as though you get to be a part of us. You get anything to do with us. We're just trying to mind our business, live freely, you know, find our partners, our lobsters, our fish. And just have a happy life like everybody else does. And I feel like there are some people out here in this world that don't seem to understand that. That is just the general consensus of anybody part of the LGBTQIA+. That we're just trying to live like everybody else. We're not asking to be better. We're not asking to overthrow. We're not asking to do anything. We're just asking for equality and to be left alone so we can indeed have a better way of life and have a level of freedom like everybody else is. Like, why is it that... Some people only want to see, like, a man and a woman, but they don't want to see two women, two men, or, you know, whatever your preference is. Um, So, like I was saying, like, why do you feel like they don't want to see two men, two women? Like, why do you think there's a problem with that, cuz? Because it's just, like, most of the time it's religion. I think it's religion and how everybody was brought up and raised. Mm -hmm. Because, just think about you, um, Especially like where I grew up, Southern Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you're gay, homosexuality is a sin. You're going to hell. If you, if man shall not live with man, woman shall not live with woman. All that shit that they always talk about, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that shit is instilled in your brain as a child. Mm. And so you grow up with it, and people still grow up thinking about that. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like it's just like the the more it's mostly because of how the lifestyles, like how they were brought up and raised. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I do feel like people do still use religion as a way in which as a kind of like a get out clause to. Um, to vilify the LGBT, not only that, especially women, um, women, especially us lesbians, because it's like, well, you need a man. You need a man to take care of you. You need something like... I don't, I, don't, I don't need a goddamn thing. <laughs> neither, fuck neither. Neither do I. But I feel like that is the thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand, um, that it's not about the fact that we need anything or we want anything in that respect. We just... We just want to be ourselves. Um, And like you say, religion does take a big part of that 
away from us. And, you know, and it does indeed, in some cases, excuse me, um, it likes to cause a division. And especially in this day and age, when it comes to a bigger division that's out there, um, which is, you know, black straight and black gay. And in this day and age, this shit should not even be a problem. We are both minorities, okay? We're both black. It's just one of us happens to be a minority within a minority. Um, And I feel like, especially as lesbian women, it's like we are seen as an issue. And I don't understand why, because I don't understand why you feel the need to have to inject your opinion in something that doesn't concern you and doesn't warrant your advice because I don't need you to advise me on how to have a happy, healthy life with Lord Jesus Christ, our savior, when I'm happy being my happy gay black South being black and gay, <laughs> black and gay, black and gay, <laughs> we are black and gay, sing it cousin. we are black, what? we are gay, hey. we are black and gay, black and gay, black and gay, black and gay, okay, black and gay, black and gay. <laughs> Exactly. It's funny that your voice gets higher than mine, and I'm the feminist. I'm in this feminist uh, friendship relationship, cousin relationship. What the fuck is this? But I mean, I I really did have a high voice as a kid. A really high voice. People used to call me squeaky. I'm weak. And so, but the older I got, the more lower, like more deeper my voice got. So it's like. Okay, all right. Don't call me squeaky no more, bitch. Yeah, I will say I was squeaky too growing up as a kid. And then it kind of just, I just got huskier as I got older. And now I so like this. I don't know about that. You don't talk like that. I don't talk like that. I mean, it's like, if I'm not trying, I mean, I talk like this. So, I mean. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I do have squeaky tendencies, but. No, I would say I've got a I think I've got a feminine voice. I know people with squeakier voices than mine, honey. <laughs> oh. I've got friends with squeakier voices than mine. Um, I bet you do. What? I'm being serious. Like, I've got friends that uh oh god. I think even our sis Luna got a squeakier voice than me. Luna? She don't. Yes, the fuck she don't. Her voice is higher pitched than mine. No, it's not. Yes, the fuck it is. She gonna kill me. Bitch, no, it's not. I didn't listen. Yeah. She's gonna can't kill me. Love you, Lena. <laughs> I ain't say nothing, Lona. You see, you such a fucking little. You such a baby sibling, son of a. Bi- Shut up. <laughs> I mean, don't forget the podcast is recorded, so as you can tell, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's true. Like, I feel like one of my favorite episodes I think I enjoy doing this season would be. Well, obviously, it was Lesbian Kinky with Wolf because, you know, I like being kinky. Yeah. But my other episode I actually liked was. Talking to our good friend Ganjagard about polyamory and the the polyamorous lifestyle and understanding what it means because you know there's preconceptions 
um, of what polyamory is. And obviously we said in season three, we definitely want to delve more into that um, and go into way more depth. Because like I said, each season we get bolder, we get bigger, we get gayer. Yes. 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 Um, And especially with that, it was really interesting because, you know, these preconceived notions that we have of polyamory and, you know, it's greed and it's this and it's that. And, you know, and actually listening to the uh, in-depth description of what it is and how um, it came about. And the fact that, you know, it's basically about a village taking care of its village. It's about especially if those children play in part, you know, literally it takes a village to look after this child. And that, you know, that's not just one person's child, that's everybody's child. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. And the fact that you can have a proper sit down, um, talk, chit chat and understand um, and understand what what happened in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what do you think? What was your favorite episode, cuz? I would say. Lesbian kinky would be my favorite one. Why was lesbian kinky your favorite one, cousin? Because I'm a kinky motherfucker. Hey! <laughs> hey! Not even gonna cap. I think we found out like, a lot. We found out a lot in that episode, don't you think? Yeah, that's why. That's why I like it so much because it's like I found out shit I didn't even even know there was words to be called. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, okay. All I know is that this little test that we took, that shit said I was a dumb, so. Yes, and that test that I took said I was a whole ass brat. I was like, oh, shit. Well, well damn. You just coming in here and, and disclosing my information. I'm disrespected. Right. For <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel weird. I feel weird. Why are you calling me this? Why are you calling me this? Excuse me? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, but I liked it because I feel like <clears throat> sometimes lesbian sex is taboo and the fact that we are into this. And a lot of people don't seem to understand us as women, honey, as lesbian women, we freaky. Okay. We want to try things. We want to do things. We like to take control. We like to put our foot down. We like to bring the sauce. We a hot sauce. Um, into our, not just our lives, but into our bedrooms, darling. And I think that is such a freeing and liberating thing, especially when it comes to women, <clears throat> excuse me, that, you know, we can't, not that we can't, we've been told that doing this is not ladylike, doing this is not, you know, part of being a woman. So I don't speak. care. I don't care. Me neither. <clears throat> excuse me. Because I like what I like. <laughs> I like what I, I like. I like coochie. No. I don't like meat stick. Meat stick, you don't like meat stick and population pest. You don't like it. No. No, I don't I don't I don't like I don't like bastard no. child no 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 and I like that <laughs> I like the fact that we went into depth, we found out names, we found out what kind of people we are. You know, I like to be preyed upon. Ew. I'm a brat. Ew. Um, and understanding that there's nothing wrong with having a little kink in your life. Like, being kinky should not be frowned upon. Being kinky should not be something like, oh, my God, ew, how could you do that? You like being tied up. You like being hogtied. Well, why the fuck not? You like laying on your back and doing that vanilla ice cream shit. Why can't I do something a bit more fruity? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Yeah. What would you say was your eye-opening episode that you liked, cuz? 
the eye-opening one? Um, hmm. Mm. The, the poly, the polyamory Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it, it, it opened my eyes up to a totally different thing. Me, I'm just sitting there automatically thinking, oh, it's just me and I got two bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I literally thought it was. <laughs> 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 now, now, since it was explained more to death, I see it's way more than that. Yes. I'd say, as, I know it sounds weird saying this, but my opening one was the one with my daughter. Because I know I've spoken to her about stuff and, you know, she understands things. But it was really nice and refreshing to hear a child's perspective. Because she's happy. Because she's safe. Because she feels secure. Because she has a bond with, you know, with Wally. And understands that, you know, she's protected, that there's no, there shouldn't be any animosity and there's, there shouldn't be any issues. And it's, again, the reason why is, he's like, how is it that there's children out here that are such an open mind that don't care as long as they're loved, they're watered, they're fed, you know, they, they've got a nice warm home to be in and they're looked after and they're loved. How is it there are children out here that have this same mentality, but there are adults who cannot grasp that concept? Do you know what I mean? Because... Yeah. Yeah, most definitely know what you mean. Like, I mean, it took her a while to get to some points. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, but, but at least she explained herself real well. She did. She did. Um, and I'm proud of her for that because that made And she sense. said what she said. Mind your business. <laughs> yeah. She said what she said. Let me let's 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 go back to a little something 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 that we uh we normally do here, cousin. And what we talking about? What we talking? We talking about? You know, we are grown ass women. We have wants and needs, and honey, and you know, we did your good old fashioned flirt with Flizzy not long ago. And do you feel happier that you opened up a little bit more than um? The normal for that episode. What made you feel comfortable to do that episode? I mean, because it's like I kind of remember we kind of did it on TikTok, yeah, as a live. So it it was kind of different because it didn't because it wasn't like live action like like live people coming yeah. and you know talking. But I mean, people still sent in questions and stuff, so it's all good. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And so it made it made me comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like a lot. I feel like a lot of people don't know about me. Yes. And it, it it's it's a, it's crazy. Like I um, people automatically just think I'm a hoe out here, and yes. I'm just like, no, I'm really not. The only thing that I do is just go to work, and whenever I'm not working, I'm at home. Yep. And then if I have free time, I'm playing video games, traveling, or. You know, just being one with nature. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. That, I'm that type of person. And people really think I'm out here going to the clubs and shit. Nah, I'm not a club type person. Mm-hmm. Man, let me tell you, I went to the club for the first time in about a year, a year and a half. Yeah. Just this past weekend mm-hmm. with my cousins. I didn't want to go, but they dragged, you know, sh- my cousin dragged me out. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just enjoy it. Yeah, and I had, and I ain't gonna cap. I had a good time, but at the same time, that's not my type of thing. Yeah, same, same. I don't mind going uh, to events and doing whatever, and um, 
I love going to events, doing bits and pieces, doing projects. But I'm not a big partier. Like, I, if I go to an event like that and I get to dress up, I'm like, yeah, this is really good. And then my anxiety starts to kicking for some reason. I don't know if you're the same. It's like, oh, I've been out too long. I, I need to be home. I don't, this doesn't feel right. I want to go back to my comfort zone, my home. It wasn't that. It was just like my social media ran out. I was mm. just like... Yeah, I want to go somewhere else without a lot of people here. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally all I want to say. I just want to be, like, it's just chilling. Yes. I agree with that. And one of the other episodes I think was was good. There was two, um, sorry, that I would talk about. One, which was episode 15, which was Let's Not Be Phobic, which was talking about lesbophobia. And people not realizing there is lesbophobia out here thinking oh wow well what do you mean i'm like well there is because it's not even the fact of just having a fear an irrational fear or a worry or like a dislike <clears throat> for excuse me i'm so sorry i've got a cold so just bear with me everybody <laughs> um just an irrational fear of lesbians but it's the fact that the level of hate towards lesbians even though people are in lesbian business trying to watch lesbian porn they look up to lesbians feeling like they need to attain a lesbian and want to fuck a lesbian and you know say that they've bagged one and turned one straight kind of thing. The other episode that I liked, which was really interesting, was episode 12, which was Les Talk Randomly, which is the part two version, because we've done that before in season one. We did a part two. And that was interesting having two of my brothers, um, Elliot and, uh, and King, basically talking as trans men about the fact that why do some lesbians still see trans men? And be like, yeah, I'm still a lesbian, even though that is a man. When you agree, cuz, what what did you think about those episodes? I like that one too because it was just like it. People, pe- lesbians really out here thinking just because they were a trans man means they still with a woman. No, that is a whole ass man. That is a grown man. Yep, yep. That yep. that is a boy, Damon. It's a boy. And it's just like like you can't just automatically think, oh, just because they at one point in time they once were a female, you can't just automatically think, oh yeah, this my this my bitch, this this, this yes. is my girlfriend. No, that is your boyfriend. Exactly, exactly. At this point, you are no longer a lesbian. You're more gonna be bi, pan, you know. Exactly. Exactly. You can't be saying that you're a lesbian if you're. If you were the man. And it was beautiful having both those statements being read out. If you haven't checked out that episode, please do go check out the episode of um, Let's Talk Randomly, part two. Um, Again, and one of my other favourite episodes, just doing the recap, is the simple fact that Let's Talk Social Media. And I like that episode with our good friend Brie Brie. Um, The reason why is because people don't realise how social media nowadays has influenced the the community, the LGBTQIA plus community, and not just that, lesbians. And some lesbians are out here in these streets thinking they're bigger and better than everybody else because they're on social media and they're trying to do these thirst traps and they're trying to trap people. Some of them are doing it playfully. That is different. Some of them are actually doing it out there thinking that they're better and they have this bravado acting like, as you would call them, super studs. And basically giving studs or femmes or anyone a bad name with this toxicity, this feminine toxicity and this masculine toxicity um, 
that's out there because a lot of people are like, oh, what do you mean toxic masculinity? There is toxic masculinity in the lesbian community. There is, is toxic femininity within the lesbian community. Um, and especially with that episode, with the simple fact that people are out here going, oh, well, you know, um, I want to have a relationship that looks like this because you saw someone with balloons and some candles and some roses and some cakes and they did this decorate this room. Not everyone does that every day. And then this is the thing with that. Sometimes people only do that shit for social media so they can get likes. Mm -hmm. Because they just do it one time and then you'll never get that shit again because then they did everything. They did everything for social media. They just want the likes. So now they didn't did it. And now they ain't going to do nothing. They ain't going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. Like a lot of people and I'm letting everybody listen out here in the streets. We're not saying that you shouldn't, I don't want to use the word expect. You shouldn't feel as though you shouldn't be worthy. There we go. Of having these loving gestures, you know, having balloons, taken out to meals, you know, getting to dress up and going to rooftop dinners and going to, I don't know, bars or clubs or whatever. We're not saying that. What we're saying is, is don't be looking at social media thinking that everything is plain sailing, that every relationship on there, there's no drama, there's no, there's no cracks, there's no problems. No one's saying that. I'm not saying like, you know, for myself, I don't really post much. I mean, granted, you've seen my other half's face, but I don't really post much about our business. Why? Because that's private to me. I'm a private person. Yes, I will share the fact that, you know, today is like 43, 44 days. No, it's 43 days and counting until I fly over to the States to go see her. Right. And I get to see you, cuzzy. I get to see sissy. So it's going to be a good little holiday. But even you know this, cuz, like, a lot of these people out here are expecting these lavish things, like, oh, my God, so do you do this? No, because I don't have to. Like, I don't need to be sending my other half flowers every friggin' Friday, or I don't need to be sending her gifts every single day and sending all these different things to show I love her. A lot of people think that these gestures, these materialistic gestures are the waves forward in order for you to to be something or someone in relationships um they feel as though you know these these social media relationships are the things and a lot of the times like you said cuzzy people are doing things for social media like you know oh let me kiss this let me be this half the time some of those people don't even like each other they don't yeah for real for real for real that is true that is very true they can't even stand each other they're quick to you know and i'm not saying this is all people but there are some people that i know You know, there are things behind the scenes that not everybody talks about. You know, there could be, you know, toxicity. There could be, you know, trigger warning, emotional abuse. There could be physical abuse. There could be, you know, different things that's going on. But obviously they have to keep up appearances, no pun intended, um, so that they still look as though, oh, we're the ideal couple and nothing's going wrong. I feel like if you're a couple... And you've got to try so hard on like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, so hard to prove a point that you're an amazing couple and this is what you do on a daily basis and this is my affirmation and this is what I do for my other half and this is how I look after my wife and I do this and I do that. It it takes away from the, the sentiment of love and it just looks like vanity. You know yeah, what I'm saying, but, but But don't get us wrong now. You still can post each other yes but just don't do it to the extreme you know what i mean yeah Does that make yeah sense? like like just remember like you do have a have show them off they deserve to be showed off yeah like 
what is, like if I feel like honestly, if you're not showing off, you know your 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 partner every at least every now and then, I feel like you got some other shit going on. Yeah, anybody out here in these streets that has a beautiful partner, be that stud, femme, stem, no label, whatever, you got someone. You've been with them for a while. You out here in these streets. You doing whatever. And you ain't even willing to take them out. You aren't willing to show... There's something going on. And I'm not saying that you have to go out to, like, some friggin' lobster restaurant or, you know, to go and get, like, expensive food. No, but if you can't even hold your partner's hand out on the street and you ain't even done, like, a, an appearance to do that, there's something wrong there. And that's the other thing that they don't show you on social media. That's the other side. Like, yes, you can do all these TikToks together and, you know, you can do whatever... But if they aren't willing to do you off social media as well as on social media, there is something weird there. Yeah, for real. Because, like, what, what, what are you hiding? Exactly. What are you hiding? And Like, you're, trying to, you're not trying to lose your hoes. That's what it sounds exactly. like. Exactly. You're not trying to, you're trying, to, um, you're trying to hide the facade. And I feel like, and I'm not just saying this, Cuzzy, because, again... But, but, but before you do that, but this is, the th- this is another thing, too. Before y'all be all getting in our asses, Oh, what doesn't what doesn't uh need to be said? Something seen, you know that shit they always fucking yeah, yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. that shit. Okay, that is an excuse to mm-hmm. not do shit. That is an excuse to be fucking lazy. Yep. And I will say this, hand on heart. My other half is not a big poster. However, I speak to her every day when she's out on the street. And obviously, like I said, we're in an LDR. She out on the street. She bumped into someone. She's quick to go. Oh, this is my wife on the phone and say hey or whatever. Or, you know, she has me on her po- on her page, but she doesn't need to have me all the time on her page. But obviously, you guys know me because I'm more of the social media person. She's not. She'll go on to go and look on social media, but she's not really a poster. So, but there's people out here in these streets who are big posters, who are big social media influencers, who do this shit, who have, like, the, the, the fame and the fortune, and they have all this... Uh, this energy that they put out there, you know, representing the community and whatever, and they 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 aren't willing to show more. And I'm not saying that you have to do it for the sake of your followers. No, I'm just saying like you big big talking about other things that you're doing, but you ain't willing to show your partner. Now, if you're a private person, that's different. But what I'm talking about is the ones who are always, oh wow, this is this and whatever, but you're hiding your partner, and then you hide you'll show on line but you won't show it offline or the worst kind of person which i cannot stand is you won't show it either but say to everybody that you love her and you respect her but in actual fact you're doing the dirty behind her back you know what i'm saying cuz yeah but that's the thing it's just like why why even get into a relationship when you're not gonna you know do relationship shit mm-hmm like, because me personally, if I'm in a relationship, I'm showing my girl up. I don't care. That part. I'm taking my girl out. That part. I, don't, I mean, this shit get boring sitting in the house all the time. Like, let's go. Let's go hiking. Let's, let's go. go play, yeah. uh, let's go to the arcade. Let's do something. Let's go to the car museum. Like, shit like that. Like, anything. Anything fun. Even if something, like, especially, like, if you have somebody that's willing to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got somebody that's willing to learn and you just want to keep them in the house? Nah. Exactly. Nah. I feel like there are some people out here, and I know there's some listening, 
there's probably some women out here in these streets that have, they either have or they are in a situation where they don't feel valued. And I've said this before on an episode where they don't, you know, I think we spoke about it in um, the Les Taught Relationships with Life of Lex and Quiche. Um, and we were talking about the fact that and if you don't feel valued in a relationship, why are you in it? Like, if you know that that relationship isn't for you and you're just in it because it's a stability thing and, you know, you don't know how to be on your own. Honey, sometimes you got to take that risk to be on your own. Sometimes you've got to understand what your worth is. You don't need somebody to validate your worth. You should know your worth as is. You should know that when you look in the mirror every single day that you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're talented, you're strong, you're healthy. You've got all these things going for you. Remember that the person that is treating you like shit is the one that is nowhere near your pay grade. Yeah, for real. Like, I know I keep saying, like, if I had a girlfriend, because it's just like, if I had a fucking girlfriend, I tell her she's beautiful every day. I'll mm-hmm. make sure that she know that she has, that, that that she feels valued. Like, I know sometimes you ain't got to go out there and spend a whole lot of money exactly. to, to, to make somebody feel valued. But at the same time, like, come home already cooking, yep. like, cooked, bath drawing, especially if they work. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they work longer than you or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, you sit there, you cook dinner for them. Yeah. You clean up the house. You have their bath drawing. Have them roses and shit like that sitting at home while, while you know, do, st- do that shit. Even write them a little, like, me, like I told you this before, like, you know, I love words. So if you got little post-its as cheesy and as goofy as that sounds, you know, when you come in, you see little post-its, like, with little love hearts, with little messages and little things or, you know, a little a little something you can read or whatever, something you've written or, you know, so the person knows, like, oh, they've been thought about all day and whatever. Like, I think that's beautiful. Exactly. Like, that's nice. And then just think about it, if they had a rough day. hmm I said, just think about it. If they had a rough day and they feeling shitty. Yeah. They feeling shitty. That shit can make their whole day that bright. Part. That shit could brighten up their whole entire goddamn day. That part. Because especially how, like how you go come home, you go you gonna have somebody go to work all day, come home, and then you just sitting there. Like lazy, been like, there, What's done up, that, got that t-shirt. That shit is not good. Did that pregnant? Did that non-pregnant? I ain't doing that shit again, and I'm glad I'll never have to. But it's like, true, you know, like, like for real, like you come home and all day sitting there watching TV. Or, like, not doing anything productive. Like, like the house is a mess. They could have yep. cleaned up the house and they just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Shit Sitting like that. Yep. It's just annoying as fuck. It <laughs> like, is. It damn, is. I don't want to come home to a dirty house. I want to come home to some food, some something. Yes. Yes. And it's not like it's an expectation, but it's about it's about compromise and it's about working together as a team. Like, the whole point of a relationship is that ship is of realness and a togetherness. So you know, like, say, for instance, if one of you's working long hours, like you say, you got to go to meetings, you got to do school runs, you got to, I don't know, go get something from the dry cleaning, you got to pick up groceries, you got to go pay bills, you got to pop to the bank, you're doing all these errands, and then you got this slovenly son of a bitch just sitting on the sofa on their phone or playing a fucking games console, speaking from experience, and to others, because I know there's people out there who have gone through this and possibly are going through this, you come back and your other half's just sat there just doing fuck all. And it's like, hey, you couldn't have just tied it up. And then as an argument breaks out and then they gaslight you because 
In turn, you feel like, oh God, I was being too pushy. Oh my God, I was being too mean. I shouldn't have said that. Like, it ain't even about that. It's about the simple fact of helping one another. Like, I know, obviously, when Bae's living here and stuff, she's going to be working outwards. I'll be working from home. So I know that, you know, I've obviously got to sort out the little one, do events, do my social media, pack up all my stuff. She'll be working out and about. So at least when she comes home, I can say, okay, I can put everything on hold for about a couple of hours. Let me clean. Let me cook. Cook. Let me do what I need to do. Little one's doing her homework. Her room's tidying. You know, the TV's on. The place smells good. The food's cooking. If she wants to have a bath or, you know, set some stuff on the side so she can change into it, it's all done. Do I feel the need that I have to do that? No. It's called being a loving partner that I'm doing that because you've been out all day. Obviously, possibly in the cold, especially if we're talking about winter. You know, you've been out all day in the cold. You got to go from either if you're busting it, training it, car in it, you know, whatever, you got to go here, there and everywhere. And I know for a fact, the kind of person I am is I'm like, you know what, babe, sit down, I'll make you a hot drink. How was your day? And that's the other thing a lot of people don't realize in relationships. Some people don't even know how to communicate and ask their other hearts how their day was. That shit baffles me. Like you telling me your partner can come in and be like, you're right. Yeah. That's it. Not even a, Hey, I could be dirt tired in the morning. Remember I'm five hours ahead of Wally. I could be dirt motherfucking tired. I'll wake up as I'm getting little one ready for school. I'm like, hey, babe, how was work? Was it okay? Are you okay? Okay. I just wanted to check in with you. I know you're going to eat something. You're going to have something to drink and then go to sleep. I love you. Have a nice rest. Boom. It's that simple. It's like common sense has gone out the window for some people because they see things on social media and think that's the only way to be. Nah. Tell me I'm lying, cuz. Nah, you're not. You can be loving, you can be cherishing in a in a relationship. You don't have to be hard. Mm-hmm. You can you can be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, you then it's just like you can't be like unless that's what they like. You know what I'm saying? That's what you know. You can't be boring in a relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Because like, because, because like, don't nobody want to like not experience shit together mm-hmm. as a um as a couple yeah like you can't you can't because you first of all you'll never grow as a couple exactly. <laughs> that, that that that's that's number one mm-hmm. you will not grow mm-hmm. and and then like you just gonna become bored real fast and then both of y'all just gonna be like fuck this shit i'm i'm out like i don't want to be in a relationship no more okay then what was the point of you getting into a relationship yeah. if you was just not gonna compromise not be boring you know shit exactly. like that shit crazy it is i feel like especially with social media again it's that it's this high expectation but that it's like it, it's like people live in a fantasy world and don't understand that fantasy and reality are two different things like don't get it twisted of course it'd be nice to always be able to splurge and do all these different things and well, of course it'd be nice but it's not realistic especially in this cost of living crisis honey who the fuck got time to be doing all this shit what huh no so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not because the partner's not worth it. It's just you got to think a little things. Like you said, going hiking, going to the cinema slash movies, you know, I don't know, going, going for a nice little, I don't know, spa day, you know, just relaxing. Like, I'll give an example. And there's something else um, I wanted to mention just after I give this example. 
But, you know, take the time to get to know your spouse every single day. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. Even when you're in a relationship with somebody, always check with them because you will always learn something new with somebody that you're with. Every fucking single day, you will learn something new about that person's personality. I don't care what anyone says. Every day is a new thing that you learn throughout your partner. And if you can't learn something new about your partner, there's something wrong. It, might, it doesn't have to be anything massive. It could just be their body language. It could be the way that they handle themselves. It could The littlest things, those are things that you need to look out for. Not just because, oh, this person's being kissed on social media. This person's being caressed and stuff. No. And on top of that, the reason why I said that is because... <sighs> a lot of people don't seem to understand that the studs out here, the mask presenting women out here have feelings too and want to be vulnerable too. It's hard for them to do that. And the moment they do and let their guard down and you fuck with them and they put the walls up, it's going to be really hard for them to do that. And there are times where some mask women studs, you know, they are going to come out and say to you, you know what, I, 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 I feel a little bit funny today. I don't feel really loved. I feel like, you know, people are not really here for me. Da-na-na-na-na-na. That is for you to then turn around and be like, yeah, let me help you. That's what relationships are about. Listening, communicating and understanding. I'm saying that again. Listening, communicating and understanding. Because you tell them why I'm not lying. Tell them. Listening. It's most damn important because you got to listen to somebody. You got to listen to yep. You got to listen. You yep. have got to. Because if you don't listen, you're just going to be looking like, oh, idiot. <laughs> and communicating, you have to communicate because closed mouths don't get fed. That part. And understanding. You got to understand your partner. You got to understand. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you realize that you're not compatible. That part. Either you're compatible, either you either you're compatible or you're not. Because then you know some people out here just staying together because there's just like okay yeah whatever it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. No fuck that shit. We're not compatible no more, bitch. Bye. 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 I want to go get somebody that I'm more compatible with. Fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? As my final point, I'll say this for myself as a recap. To everybody, I hope you've enjoyed season two. Defo, go back and re-listen. Um, and obviously listen to season one. The new season, season three, will be dropping on the 13th of December. So that'll be season three. We'll have more guests. Like we said, we're going bigger, bolder, and gayer. Um, like we always say, if you want to contact us in that period, we're having a two-week hiatus to rebuild, rebrand, and make ourselves look schnazzier. Um, so if you have any comments, questions, queries, the best person to go to is Flizzy Flizzy. Tell the people how they can find you. Uh, you can go to my Instagram <laughs> mm-hmm. at jamotion, J-A-M-O-T-I-O-N-N underscore. Go to the bio and click that link tree link. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You should see something that says Let's Vibe Submissions. Go ahead and click that. Put mm-hmm. all your information in. Click that send button. When you click that send button, it automatically comes to my email. And then um, we'll try to uh, I'll send it to an A. And we'll talk it over and try to see if we can put it in a podcast. Same okay. goes for my TikTok. Yes. At Fleezy McGuire. F-L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-C-G-U-I-R-E. Yes. Same thing. Go to the bio, link tree, and all that good stuff. Yes, sir. Thank you, cousin. Thank you. 
And I've been Curvy Black Witch, which is Curvy Black Witch altogether for my TikTok. My Instagram is Curvy Black Witch 88 because that's the year I was born. <laughs> we will see you guys on the 13th of December for season three of Let's Vibe. Let's talk about that. So all that's left for me and Flizzy to say is, we'll see Deuces. you on the other side. Deuces. <laughs>